the Rail Deck Park, that big project, that signature project of Mayor John Tory. Is it dead? Is it done? And outdoor activities, will the province relent and change its mind? Plenty to talk about with Joe Cressy, who joins me over Zoom. Councillor Cressy, thank you so much for joining me. What does it mean that we're expanding access to vaccines to 18 plus? Obviously, that's good news, but what does it mean for Toronto? Well, the good news here is the the sooner uh, Torontonians are able to register, whether you're 20 years old or 30 years old or 16 years old, the sooner we get Torontonians vaccinated, the sooner we'll beat this pandemic. So that's the good news. Uh, Of course, Opening up eligibility is only the first step. You need to have sufficient and adequate supply such that people can actually register and book an appointment and get a shot. And so that's the component that we're watching very carefully because at the moment, eligibility is opening up, but there simply isn't enough supply in the coming weeks to meet everybody who need, who will want that vaccine. Well, doesn't that sort of set up a... A situation where now all of a sudden we're we're back where we were maybe a couple of months ago where everybody's just fighting to find a vaccine. It's like, you know, everybody's trying to get concert tickets. Well, listen, I, the approach we've taken, I can tell you locally at the city of Toronto, has been to allocate limited vaccine supply to those most at risk. Target the most vulnerable as quickly as possible, because that's how we not only save lives, but end transmission sooner. And as we're now moving at the provincial level to wide opening of registration for everybody, we need to make sure that there's actually supply there for people to be able to book those vaccines they're now expecting. And so I can tell you now that this news has been shared over the coming days, we're gonna be working really hard and really closely with our provincial counterparts to ensure that the, uh, the adequate supply is provided alongside this new ability to register. Because otherwise we're gonna send, end up in a scenario where people are eligible but can't actually book an appointment. And nobody wants that. The the science table has uh, urged the province to extend um, the application of putting all of the or or more percentage of the vaccines into hotspots. The government has declined to do that. What's your reaction to that? Well, I can tell you that the Toronto's Board of Health, which I chair, along with the Ontario Science Advisory Table, as well as mayors from across the GTHA, we've all collectively been consistent in our belief that the province should continue to allocate an increased amount of vaccines to the hotspot neighborhoods in our province. Uh, We believe that based on the science. And what the science tells us is that if you vaccinate those who are at highest risk, Not only do you protect more people, but you actually end transmission sooner. I mean, this is a case where if you flood the hotspot neighborhoods in the GTA with vaccines, this is going to end this pandemic sooner for residents in eastern and northern Ontario as well. And so, you know, I I very strongly believe that, that the province should return to allocating an increased amount of vaccine supply to the hotspot neighborhoods, an approach that they've now moved away from. Uh, not because we want them to provide preferential treatment for residents of Peel or York or Toronto, but because this is how we save lives and this is how we beat this pandemic. It's just good science. And it's why I'm, I'm hopeful and I will continue to push for a return to that model by the province. 
So that's one thing that the province is not taking the advice of the science table on. The other thing, of course, is outdoor activities. I noticed from your Twitter over the weekend, you went out for a bike ride with your uh, young son. Uh, that's allowed. I, I went and played some basketball. I was just by myself, but that's not allowed. I broke the rules. I, I'm just wondering if you can, you know, comment on the ongoing um, uh, closure of outdoor activities. Certainly. I mean, basketball is civil disobedience. Welcome to 2021 <laughs> during a pandemic, Alan. Um, listen, you know, let me say at, at the outset that, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, we truly do want governments working together, uh, not fighting with each other. I, I mean, I believe our residents are best served when we are taking that approach. Uh, notwithstanding that, there is times when various levels of government, including our own at the city, have got things wrong. And when that happens, you need to pivot and adjust. And on the closure, the provincial order that has closed outdoor amenities, whether that's tennis courts or golf uh, courses or, or basketball, um, this is an approach that's, that should be reversed. And it should be reversed because the science and the evidence says that you, not only do we want people to be outdoors because it's good for their physical and mental health, but when you're outdoors and practicing physical distancing and wearing a mask, if you can't, the risk for transmission is low. And so this is one of those moments where I think the province should reverse course because the science indicates that outdoor activity is safer and in, in fact is important for our physical and mental health. And so, you know, I say, you know, dribble on, Alan, you know, keep playing basketball. And, and my hope would be that the province makes it legal so that you're not having to practice civil disobedience to shoot some hoops. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, let, let's move to a non-COVID issue, and that is uh, Rail Deck Park. Uh, last week, the local planning appeal tribunal ruled against the city. Is Rail Deck Park dead? You know, it, it's interesting as we, we chat about Rail Deck Park, uh, a once in a generation opportunity to create a 21 acre park in the heart of downtown Toronto. It's interesting that we talk about it right after talking about outdoor amenities, because if anything, COVID has exposed that parks and open spaces, you know, they're not nice to haves. In fact, they're must haves for a livable city, especially for people living in condos and apartment buildings. And so the prov a provincial tribunal uh, last week uh, overturned the city's plans for Rail Deck Park instead siding with a developer. Uh, is Rail Deck Park done? Uh, I'm not prepared to say that yet. Uh, in fact, I'm meeting with our city solicitor and our city planning staff uh, this week based on the provincial tribunal ruling to see what avenues exist because Listen, my resolve to build more parks and open spaces coming out of COVID is, you know, it's more firm today than it was before COVID. And, and I'm not prepared to, to let Rail Deck Park uh, die on a tribunal decision just yet. So more to come. Yeah, except for the tribunal said the city hadn't really done its homework, hadn't put the kind of effort into the, even the appeal pro into the process itself. Uh, you haven't actually tried to buy the air rights. Isn't this really on the city? This is you guys have dropped the ball on this. Well, this is a case, listen, where I frankly fundamentally disagree with this provincial tribunal's decision. I would keep in mind that this provincial tribunal is an unelected, unaccountable, undemocratic body that unilaterally overturned the city of Toronto's plans for its own future. And this is the future we're talking about here is 
a downtown core that will be doubling in population from about 300,000 people to nearly 600,000 people over the next 25 years. A downtown core that is booming as a world-class destination and the opportunity for this booming core in this booming city of ours to create a new iconic central park. And you know, and listen, if I, 50 years from now, uh, are people gonna look at that rail corridor and say, gee, I wish we built a New York style central park there, or are they gonna say, gee, I wish we built another six condo towers there? For me, the answer is the former. And so I, you know, listen, this is the city's vision is for an iconic park. An unelected provincial tribunal has ruled otherwise. And I'm not prepared to give up just yet. Are you willing to accept a, a, a mix, a compromise? Maybe it's you know four towers or, or you know more affordable uh, tower, you know apartments in there. Would you accept a mix of housing and park space? Well, I think first of all, because we've just received this legal ruling late last week, we do. I do need to do my due diligence along with all of us at the city, with our city legal team and planning staff, to assess the options. I can tell you at a, at a principal level here, Alan, that there are lots of spaces and lots of sites to build housing in our downtown. You only need to look up to see the growth that is continuing. And so what we have are lots of spaces to build housing and especially affordable housing. What we don't have a lot of anymore in, in the heart of Toronto are spaces to build large signature destination parks and public spaces. And so if there's an opportunity to build a 21 acre park, I think we should still seek to seize that uh, before we move to having to, to try to compromise that vision uh, for, for a lesser park and a lesser destination uh, space for us all. Joe Cressy, great to talk to you. I look forward to the time when maybe you and I can play a little one-on-one. -on -one. Listen, I look forward to it. You will smoke me one on one, but I look forward to getting out on the court with you, Alan. <laughs> Thank you, Councillor. Be well. You too. That is Joe Cressy, Toronto City Councillor and head of the uh, health, uh, public health at uh, Toronto, uh, Toronto City Council.